energy bodies make us stealth ninjas in so many different ways. And one of them is that they are able to let us know whether a situation is safe or good for us or not. One of the things that can happen when our soul body connection is not fully formed or when we haven't gotten used to hearing our messages yet is that we can have very clear messages about whether something is going to be positive or negative, whether a person is safe or dangerous, but we can misattribute those and thus miss the message. In this podcast, I am going to address some of the most misunderstood ways that our soul body connection are letting us know that we are in a negative energy situation and that we are supposed to be doing something about it. Sometimes when I mention safety and when I mention discernment, people just roll their eyes because it seems like an unattractive topic. But in truth, knowing how to recognize when there's something nefarious or something that is just having a negative pull on you is a very positive thing for success in life. In this podcast, I am going to talk about things that sound a little science fiction because there are in fact, beings that are nefarious, that do connect to people, that do interact with all of us. And sometimes when we are having that anxiety response, sometimes when we go blank, sometimes when we have that unexpected fight that seems to come out of nowhere, it's because we just got tapped by one of those things. So if you are interested in hearing a little bit more about how to be a stealth ninja, how to recognize if you come into any of these situations, and most importantly, what to positively do about it, come on in, my friends. This is one of my favorite topics. Hello and welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, your host, Katie Indy Crow. Thanks for tuning in for one of my favorite topics, and that is how to be a stealth ninja and how to use your energy skills in order to keep yourself safe and having an excellent life. The way that I am going to structure this conversation is I'm first going to define discernment, which is a key idea here in terms of understanding what is going on and reading our environment. Then I'm going to talk about some of the unexpected ways that our soul body connection may be communicating to us that we are dealing with something negative and in some cases dangerous in our environments. And then after going over a few of those, I will cover over a number of ways that you are able to beef up your energy body as well as your soul body connections so that you can stay nice and high vibes so that you mitigate the negative potential impact of dealing with these people or beings. And also so that we don't spread ourselves around if we happen to be one or dealing with a really difficult situation ourselves. This is all about self-knowing, and it also involves compassion. So come on in, my friends. Let's have a little conversation about how to use our ninja skills. The word that you are going to hear me apply time and time again is discernment. So if I'm going to apply it, I had probably best define it, right? Discernment, as I'm going to operationalize it here, is a term that means being able to read the signals that you are receiving and being given. When it comes to discernment of energy, you are working with mostly the way that your body feels and the way that your soul communicates to you. Now, whether you realize that your body and your soul are connected or not, they are. What degree they're connected to depends on where you are at in your energy journey. That is a topic for another time. However, one of the things that is the great barrier that a lot of people have to overcome is this realization that their soul and their body is not separate, but also that their soul is not some useless thing that is only there for religious ceremonies, but that their soul is meant to be 
an integral part of their detection system. And so a person who is highly energy aware is usually a person whose soul is strong, whose soul energy is strong, and whose soul has a strong connection to their body or is forming one. And so when your soul and your energy body and your physical body are all connected, right, your energy body is the suitcase for your soul and your physical body. And your energy body and your physical body overlap. Anybody who has read Soul Compass or studied Pathways to Conscious Self-Connection, you know exactly what I'm talking about. As your soul and your body work together, one of the main things that they do is just detect your scenarios. It's like a force field that picks up information all about what your priorities are, what's going on in the environment, who's in it, all different types of things. And one of the things that your soul and your body are very good at doing is picking up detections of threats because your soul and your body want you to stay alive. One of the things that has been happening in our society is that many of the things that are physical reactions to a threat or to what feels like a dangerous situation are also characterized oftentimes as anxiety or depression or as having a panic attack. I am not destabilizing anything that has to do with anxiety, depression, or panic attacks for people who have them. I have had all of them. And this is part of how I have the distinction, and I know, is that also <laughs> what feels like a panic attack also is the precise reaction to something trying to grab a hold of your soul. So in that sense, yes, you are going into a panic, and yes, you are having that reaction, the reason why you are having that reaction is because you are in deep danger and your soul and your body are trying to warn you to get out of there. So the first signal that you are perhaps experiencing something that is energetically negative or dangerous is that you go into however your body handles fight or flight. And a similar idea goes with depression. Some of the key experiences that people feel with depression are being tired, being lethargic, not feeling creative, not being able to go anywhere, not wanting to do something that they really love. I know this because, again, I am somebody who experienced depression for a number of years in my life. As I moved into energy world, what I realized is that, oh, when you are around somebody who has an energy or entity or is of ill intent, on a regular basis, being in that space, especially if you are a person who is usually around people who are loving and kind or who are more positive, creates a situation where you slowly lose your batteries for the things that you love in life. So it becomes kind of like a creeper effect. And so in this scenario, as well as with the first one, the way that I would apply the concept of discernment is, you know, every single one of us who experiences fluctuations in our mood and our personality one of the things that we are supposed to do is to find our baseline and one of the things that we are supposed to do is to be able to identify factors that trigger us in our lives right we know what situations bring up negative feelings in us and so a key tell that you are engaging with a negative energy or entity as opposed to having an episode is that none of those scenarios are happening in your life and that you were doing really well and that all of a sudden like a ton of bricks it hits you and you can't figure out where it's coming from. In those situations where you can't figure out where it's coming from, that can be a time whenever you are actually dealing with something supernatural or something that has gotten a hold of your soul and is hurting you.
A third way that you may be able to indicate if you are dealing with something that is extremely vibration lowering or that is actively seeking to cause confusion or take energy is that you go unexpectedly blank and most especially that you move into moments of confusion. So in the case of the example we just gave, the confusion comes in the case that you're not sure where you are having the trigger point that is causing you to have an episode of depression, anxiety, or perhaps a panic attack. That is an indication, like I said, that you might have something supernatural going on because you know your baseline. And if you're taking care of your baseline, it's not to say that how we care about our baseline doesn't have to change, but it is to say that a baseline is part of knowing ourselves. The second point, if we can't figure out what's happening with us, we get confused and that confusion puts us into a further deep hole. Confusion can happen in another way when we are dealing with beings like this. When you interact with a person or a being who has ill intent and, and a terrible energy or a nefarious entity going along with them, what will often happen is that they're very good at being good face to face. A lot of the time, these people are master manipulators. They will tell you what they want you to hear. They will make you believe whatever it is that they want you to believe, at least in that moment, because their energy is almost captivating. And a lot of the time, truth be told, these beings work to get into places of power where they have influence over people, because when you influence people, you can manipulate them. And when you can manipulate people, you can gain more power through causing things like confusion and getting pieces of their soul. And so the confusion here can come in another on a number of different ways, including having what seems like a really nice conversation on the surface or what should be a very positive engagement and feeling a shaking in your chest and in your hands and losing your voice. These are signs and symbols that something is trying to grab onto your energy. These are signs and symbols that something has a really negative intent or ill will for you. These are signs and symbols to get out of there. So if you are having these feelings, it can be very confusing. This is why I put it into confusing, right? If you're having these feelings, it can be very confusing and you think, oh my God, what's going on with me? Am I developing some kind of an issue here? What do I have to do? And the thing is, is again, knowing your baseline is key. If you have studied with me, these are places where it is applicable to say, is this mine or someone else's? If you remember at the end of Soul Compass, one of the exercises we learn is the mine or theirs exercise. And you work on this aspect of discernment. These are scenarios that you would specifically want to employ that. One final and important example that I want to bring forward that is unexpected but happens so often is after interacting with the source of this energy, the person who has interacted with it will then go back to their family, back to their friends, back to their job, back to their creations, and all of a sudden a negative explosion will happen. Could be two or three hours later, but it usually is within that day. And part of the reason why that happens is that here's the thing. When a person has a negative energy attachment, and this is usually only in those situations when an energy is working through a person, sometimes the person knows it, sometimes the person doesn't. They will just act like a puppet for it and they will just basically do whatever they can do to please the thing that is hanging over them. And sometimes when people are kind of trapped in a scenario like that, it's 
they're doing it so that the thing doesn't feed on their soul. And it sounds scary, but that really does happen. Most of us know a person who has been in one of these situations. Maybe some of us have been in them ourselves. And this is part of why I'm talking about it. It's not to sensationalize things. It's not to make people feel afraid. It's to empower people and let them know. And so these negative energies and entities are doing what they're doing, like I said, to gain power and to maintain power. And what that does is it lowers the vibration of humanity, lowers the vibration of the planet. And so this kind of thing, writ large, is one of the main things that we are healing and walking away from and discernment in our lives and saying no to those people and blocking them out is part of how we're going to do it. They'll figure it out. You can't force a person to want to change. And in fact, in many situations where I've been aware that this is happening and I've told the person, that person has then tried to destroy me in one way or another. And it's happened even recently. This is just what a negative energy will do. Their course of being is to disrupt, to cause chaos, and to eat. And so a fight that is caused between people who love one another, that is that once that interactional relation is formed that comes from things like friendship or coworkers or being a coach or being a student, that person, those relationships, they create a space for potential influence. And they also can bring us into that net or that web. And that is also why it is very important to always be aware of the strings that may come with any offer we take, with any promise we make, with any gift we receive or give, because oftentimes negative energies or negative energy attachments, especially the ones that are nefarious, which is mostly what I'm talking about for this example, will do things like give people gifts or offer them opportunities or try to get into places of power where they have some form of say over other people. And that's a way for them to continue to feed into and to direct and to manipulate the energy. And it sounds really scary and terrible. And this is why I don't normally talk like this, but this is unfortunately what sometimes happens. And I know the audience was ready for it today. So let's move on to what can we do to positively support ourselves through this? Because there is a lot and I wouldn't be pointing it out if I wasn't about to empower the crap out of us. So let's go. Now, there are a number of things that each of us is able to proactively do to deal with keeping safe in all scenarios. Before I move into those, I do want to say this. I don't want to vilify people who are in tough emotional or spiritual situations. There are some people who have what feels like negative energy around them because they're dealing with something that is really hard. And so when we talk about discernment and when we talk about relating to our feelings about people, the top thing we have to remember always to ask ourselves is, does it feel hard to be around this person because they're having a hard time in life? And are they kind of becoming a bit negative or does it feel a bit attacky because they have a lot going on? And if that's the case, we can still decide whether we want to relate to them or not and at what scale, but we're not victimizing them, we're not vilifying them, and we're not putting somebody who is already in a bad enough situation down. Nobody wants to do that, and nobody who's already down or who's dealing with hard things needs to handle anymore. That's always really important, to be kind and to be compassionate, but also to have our boundaries as we are working on connecting to our skills. The best thing that anybody can do is get an understanding of what their healthy baseline is. How do you feel on a day-to-day -day basis that is good? What is your normal status of existence and pay attention to what you're doing and what is going on around you when you deviate from that being a creature of habit can be a really good thing sometimes because consistency is 
means that we are stable. And so stability is a really great place to be able to act from because it lets us know when something untoward is happening or not. Getting to recognize our symbols of what is dangerous and when to get out of a place are also really important. So today I brought forward a couple of those examples. Stay around, subscribe if you're new to this podcast. Let me know that you'd like to hear more if this is something you want to hear more about. I could talk about this for days. The soul body communication and the way that our energy bodies are able to be powerhouse protection mechanisms for us is one of my favorite topics. And like I said in another segment, it's one of the topics of soul compass pathways to conscious self-connection and eventually I will write more books about it. This is one of the best parts of being human is having this ability to perceive energy all around us and having the ability to work with it to create the kind of pathway and the kind of life that we want. Recognizing when something is good or bad for us is our right and our soul and our energy body do help us to do that. In our contemporary society, there is the idea that people who are energy aware are weak and they're insensitive. And sometimes people who are energy aware do feel like that because they're not properly trained on how to handle and manage their energy bodies. And that's because we're all told that psychic stuff is crazy and that we're all woo-woo. And there's also been these things that have happened in the past couple hundred years of our human collective that have made people feel afraid to connect to these parts of ourselves. I don't think we have to even use the word psychic. We're energy aware. This is part of our perception. And a lot of people are now starting to be more in tune with that. And so having said all of that, I want to keep this one short because it is a heavy topic. But I just wanted to remind people, hey, you are a barometer. You are powerful. You are having the feelings and the experiences that you are. And there is a lot to read from them. So if you have felt confused, if you have had a weird kind of energetic experience that you haven't been able to quite put your finger on and understand. If you find yourself having weird outbursts after you're done dealing with a certain person, ask yourself, is this because they have something negative going on that's hurting me? Having said all of that, I do also want to say that sometimes people who have very high vibrations, like myself, when people are around us that have negative energy and entity attachments within them or who have things that are ready to be healed, within them come around us, they can have at the first a wave of energy that does feel negative. And that negative energy or that seemingly feeling negative energy is energy that is rushing to the forefront to be processed. I have that experience with people usually at least once a week or at least I have and I'm hoping to get through that in that, you know, there are opportunities that we mistake all of the time and there are signals that we mistake all the time. So sometimes it signals towards something being good which we'll talk about in another podcast. And sometimes it signals towards stay away from something. And it's up to us to figure out how our body and soul speak so that we can better listen to that. Another way that we can all work to stay away from this or at least to mitigate or minimize the impacts of when we have to deal with this energy is to do a daily energy clearing. This is why I created the energy pillar. This is why I recommend it all the time. Taking care of purifying your energy field, raising your vibration, and just healing yourself as you're doing that allows you not only to consistently keep your vibration in check, but you're also routinely giving your own personal energy body, your physical body, and your auric field a tune-up. And when all of those things are strong, 
you are less likely to be negatively impacted by what's going on around you. And in fact, the more high vibration you are and the more integrated you are by using things like the energy pillar, the more likely you are able to pick out something that isn't vibrationally in line with that reality because it sticks out like a sore thumb. And who doesn't want an easier way to identify what's good and what's not? One final way to positively deal with these kinds of situations is to keep work at work and keep home at home and to not bleed things together. If you are dealing with a place that has some volatility, don't be on the phone when you're with your children or your spouse or your partner and vice versa. It's very important when you're dealing with situations that can be volatile to know how to compartmentalize. Compartmentalizing stops the people around you from having to feel the negativity. Anybody who has been around a friend or a colleague or a partner who's dealing with an issue either at home or at work, you know that sometimes you can feel exactly what's going on when you're sitting next to them. And when that is a tough thing, we have a responsibility as individual people not to bring that tough thing to other people. It can be very kind of challenging to have the discipline within ourselves to not become an energy splurge. But at the same time, we have to be very conscious of the people around us and the fact that they might be feeling what we're dealing with and that as conscious friends, as conscious partners, and as conscious co-creators, we can make sure or at least do our best to keep things where they belong. And sometimes if you have something really tough going on, just saying a word to the people you're working with and saying, hey, I acknowledge I might be a bit down today. This is what's going on. I don't want to bring it here. I don't want to bring it home. This is just what it is. And allowing people to place what they feel, especially if they are energy sensitive, is an incredibly effective way to deal with it. I am aware that this is a heavy and even sometimes scary sounding topic, which is why I don't often speak on these lines and why I thank all of you who have listened through to the end. It is important that we all know what we're feeling and experiencing and that we give ourselves the space of validation. There are a lot of people who are walking around in this world who are being negative, negatively impacted by someone around them that doesn't have to be. And Sometimes we are people who are negatively impacting people around us and we shouldn't be. It's up to us all to kind of do our best to figure things out. And I advocate compassion. As we move into discernment, like I have said throughout, it is really important to remember that not everybody who has a negative feeling energy around them is a negative person. Sometimes I feel like crap to be around and it's not because I'm bad. It's because I'm lifting so much weight for other people that you can actually feel it, which is why I isolate myself. As I have mentioned at other parts of this podcast, this is one of my specialties, the soul body connection, discernment. And so if you wanted to learn any more about how to have that positive experience, how to heal yourself, how to hear yourself, how to read your signs, how to set your signs, this is all things that are available right now. And you can click the links in this abstract that come along with this podcast to get them now. I realize that people have a push against them to do things to help themselves and that there are a lot more people who are connected to negative energies and entities, be that through teachers, be that through things that they've experienced in their lives, or be that through having to meet those people at places like the rink or at school. This is real life. This is why 
it matters to get to know how to manage ourselves, to get to know how to hear ourselves, because ultimately it is up to us to keep ourselves safe and to keep it moving as we go on. I will be back with more upbeat topics, including some of the ways that being an energy ninja positively serves us, because I think this is an important topic. Getting to know ourselves, getting connect to ourselves, getting to expand our skills in ways that benefit us on all the layers is what Crow Medicine is all about. Thanks so much for tuning in. More from me soon. Your friend, Katie Indie Crow. Oh yeah, by the way, if you do like stories about this kind of thing, I do cover over more of this in my new podcast, Psychopomp Stories, where I talk about my adventures in the world kind of managing this stuff. If you're interested, check out Psychopomp Stories. It's Esoteric Earth channel on Apple. EsotericEarth.net slash EsotericEarth is where you can find all of my episodes. And I am looking for supporters to this new project. So once again, thanks a lot. And I will be back soon. Thank you.